0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Bride Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried. I'm owner and designer of Desiree Hartsock Bridal. And I just want to welcome you today. I have a very, very, very special guest. And I just can't wait for you to hear her encouraging message on wedding planning during COVID and just how she's managing throughout all of it. Many of you guys may know her from The Bachelor. She was on Sean's season with me. That's how I actually first met her. But she has done so much more since that. She is a travel blogger. Just, I mean, her Instagram alone is like my dream. Everything, every place she goes to is on my bucket list. And she makes the most beautiful images come to life on her Instagram profile. So if you don't follow her right now, you gotta go follow her, Leslie Murphy. But Stay tuned, hear more of her story and how her fiance proposed to her, what their plans were for this year for their wedding, and how they had to postpone and how everything has changed. So listen in. to the podcast
1: thank you thanks for having me I'm yes. so excited to talk all things oh my gosh
0: I'm so excited to connect I feel like it's been forever and there's just so much that has happened in our lives and especially yours because you're engaged I'm engaged I yes. know it's um
1: I feel like that happened right before the pandemic hit and now it's just you know so many mixed feelings. I feel like it's it's taken the wind out of our sails a little bit. But of course, like I, I'm so glad it happened before the pandemic
0: because we got to travel and really celebrate. So yeah, it's it's a little
1: bittersweet this year.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to um, for everyone to also hear because as many know that follow you, you are like a traveling like guru. I mean, I love all of your photos and you just know where to go, what to do. You're like living my personal dream. (laughs) So (laughs) I love following, but how did you, did you always want to travel and kind of see the world or did that just spur after the show?
1: Good question. I am very lucky to have traveled with my family from a really young age and past that. I also got dealt a good hand in life by being um, befriending a, a really awesome friend back in first grade, and she was an, she's an only child, and so okay. her family is are big travelers, and so I was always her stand-in sister. Oh and my so gosh, we traveled cool. the world together all the time since first grade, and so I've just been introduced to the world for for you know twenty something years now. Um, now I'm, I'm 33. We we um, started when we were in the first grade and just went everywhere together. And so she kind of started, I always, yeah, I always um, credit her with that. And she was the one who came up with my blog name. Oh and my so gosh, I love that. What are, what are good friends for?
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I didn't know that. Yeah. But That's exciting. So that kind of got you inspired to keep going and, and continue it, it. And then I moved
1: abroad to Argentina in 2013 uh, with two bags and very bad Spanish skills. <laughs> <and just laughs> did it and I think sometimes you just gotta throw fear to the wind and just do it and even if you don't have all the questions answered because I get that question a lot like do I need to have a job before I move overseas what are what's the checklist I need to to check off and if you're so obsessed with that checklist you may never get there so you just kind of gotta do it
0: that's so true I feel like that's advice for life um because you really need to be able to take those risks in order to fulfill that like what you want and what you need to do. And in terms of so in terms of this year, this year kind of has thrown a curveball to everybody, especially especially brides. And you've been such a wonderful encouragement for brides that have either had to postpone or cancel or that are planning their wedding for the next year. And so I kind of want to talk about that cuz where where's your mindset because you did get engaged right before the pandemic and and you had a date set, right? And yeah. so and so you had to cancel that or postpone it.
1: Yeah, I mean it was um, what it was. It was so amazing because we got engaged in February, and uh, it was February fourth. I mean, a day I'll never forget. Just like any other ride to be, and the next day we took off for New Zealand and met my parents in New Zealand, and it was just I remember just sitting on that plane ride processing everything. You know, at thirty thousand feet in awe of that week my life how lucky I was to find this man who had you know this proposal of my dreams with
0: oh yes we need we need to talk about the proposal too because I feel like it was so well planned and so well executed Um, And everyone loves a good, you know, proposal.
1: I know. And it it was, I love the way he did it. I mean, he is wildly creative. He's um, an aerial cinematographer, so works with drones. And it, the way he proposed was definitely an ode to how we met because we met by me sliding into his DMs. And um, a a mutual friend had told me um, to message him because I needed my drone fixed. And I was in LA. I had, troubleshooted, had no clue how to do this. And so he said, you know, if you're in LA, you should message this guy named Alex to help you fix your drone. And so I did just that because I was desperate for help. And uh, he messaged me right back and he said, I'm happy to look at your drone. Feel free to come over tomorrow if you want. We lived five minutes away from each other. And in LA, that's a big deal.
0: <laughs> that's a huge deal because no one wants to leave even like like cross the street or the freeway. <laughs> right?
1: we both lived in Marina Del Rey and I walked into his house and I'll never forget his doorway was open before I even crossed the threshold. So I saw him and immediately thought, Oh my God, this guy's really cute. I should have done more research. And, (laughs) and And then it was just, it took off from there. And he, he didn't fix my drum, but he did buy me a new one with his drone credit so that he could see me again. And then we flew it for our first date.
0: Oh my gosh. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And so,
0: so that proposal is fantastic and pretty much everybody's dream.
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was over the top. He brought out like 10 drone pilots threw through up, you know, many drones in the air and the drone ended up flying the ring to me and it was really exciting pretty awesome. Yeah. He put a model plane on a drone and the ring was stuck to the bottom. The ring box was stuck to the bottom of the model airplane and he flew it to me on the beach. So it was, it was an ode to my work and travel and then how we met because he used a drone for it as well. But he was, it was a ballsy move because he put the ring in the ring box. So it flew, you know, A very long time over a lot of sand to get to me.
0: Oh my God, that's terrifying. (laughs) Terrifying, but it all worked out. He really trusted his skills.
1: He did. And his drone pilots who, who flew it. So,
0: yeah. Oh, that is so cool. And then, so did you know that this was happening when you were... I had. I
1: mean, a few days before I had a good inclination, which is why I got my nails done. Today. Ooh, smart girl. <laughs> smart girl. You always have to have your, your nails ready. That intuition, I think every woman has. It's, that it's Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Was it's he acting weird. nervous or... Because I, I hear better. a lot of... They, they start to feel like something's up because... The man is actually acting really like off. Yes.
1: I but think he tried to play it, you know, super cool. But I I know him so well. I know all his mannerisms. So I knew I knew what was happening. And he told me he was trying to play it cool because he told me he had to leave for a drone job in Manhattan Beach. He's never had a drone job in Manhattan <laughs> Beach. <laughs> I love that. So, I <laughs> love- somewhere else. but <laughs> That is so cute. Oh, was, was it just
0: everything you,
1: it, it was, it really was perfect. I mean, I was just in shock because I think every girl thinks about that moment and how it's going to go down. And, um, so I certainly had no idea he, he could be that creative. I knew he was, <laughs> creative, but I mean, putting a ring box on the bottom of a model airplane to fly a, on a drone to me on the beach, it was it was wild. Yeah. And then he had two tickets, two tickets to paradise to New Zealand for the next day. It was over the top. That of, is so cool. A pinch me moment for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love I love everything about that. So you're on cloud nine. You make it to New Zealand and tell your parents, or they probably already knew, obviously. Yeah, um,
1: they already, they already knew. And actually, I think Plan A was to propose on the plane ride over to New Zealand with my parents on the plane. <laughs>
0: oh, wow.
1: Which, you know, I'm really glad he did it the way he did it. Yeah. Um, because a, a plane ride could have been cool, but in in theory, but then, but then, you know, when it happens, you probably just sit down in your seat and you're there for another 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like,
0: yeah, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> This gave you the opportunity to be on cloud nine while you were in the clouds. Yes. Processing
1: every moment. Yeah.
0: So with everything that happened, it happened so quickly after you got engaged, what was your initial thoughts? Because you had a wedding date set. Yes, right? I and So, so how did that kind of, because since I, I understand, I hear it from so many brides, like that feeling, but since I'm not a bride in 2020, Like, can you describe like what that feels like to dream up this whole wedding and then just have it like almost dashed because now you have to almost mourn that date Mm. to then be excited for a new date or a new location or a new everything. Well, I think you, you can empathize and you
1: just said it really well. Um, I think you grieve what could have been, Uh, but you also know that it's still very much there and those moments are still ahead of you. Uh, so there still is this beautiful light at the end of the tunnel. It's just, I feel for those brides who had everything set in stone. I didn't. Um, I, am really, I guess in the end, I'm really glad he proposed when he did, because that didn't really allow us a chance to set everything in stone because it happened so quickly. Um, so we really were just in the phase of talking to wedding planners, telling her what we wanted, where we wanted, and, um, hadn't signed a single contract yet. Um, so good, but I, you know, Alex did engrave a wedding date into the engagement ring.
0: Which is <laughs> very creative, very yes. creative. He didn't know a pandemic was on its way. <laughs> sure
1: didn't. And I love him for it because I love how excited he gets and how, and in his level of enthusiasm. Um, but he, he said it himself. He was like, oh, I probably should have thought that one through and talked <laughs> to you about it beforehand. But I, I have always loved the idea of getting married in October and who doesn't love the day Ugh. 10 20? Yeah. Um, it's so easy to remember. It's so easy for him to remember. You can't forget that. Yeah. 10 plus 10 equals 20. Yeah. Um so, and even numbers. I'm big on even numbers. I don't know too. why. Me too. It's just, yeah, I don't know. That I'm just drawn to even numbers as well. But uh, you know, as time went on, March happened, April came into play, and we realized that the that that just wasn't going to be our wedding date. It just wasn't. And and I know a lot of people were still holding out hope for 2020. And I really admire the people who just took control of the situation and either eloped, had a wedding on Zoom, and really just didn't allow this pandemic to control them. I
0: love that. I love that too. I think because you can't cancel love, you know, you can cancel everything else, but if, yeah. he, if you want to get married and you, you want it to be, you know, it, it doesn't matter if it's a big party or a little gathering, like marriage is marriage and love is love. So I think it, that's, it is. That's I really um, cool. I think it's a little harder for
1: us though, because we really do want to have family and friends there. And he is from Australia and his whole family is living in Australia still. And, and so those borders continue to remain closed so it's really hard for us to even begin to plan a time frame here in 2021. Yeah. So it's, um, it is hard. I really am grateful for, um, this, this, the one time I tried on wedding dresses in early March, right before the pandemic hit, because that experience truly made me
0: feel like a bride. I love that. And yeah. you were able to go with your mom and sisters and... Yeah. Did you find a dress? I found a dress I loved, but
1: I, um, I'm the kind of person and I, and this annoys me about myself and I know it annoys my mom. (laughs) Whoever goes shopping with me, I'm the kind of person that has to try on every single thread (laughs) made in the entire world before I say
0: yes. Yeah. You, you've got to know your options. Uh, And I, you relate to a lot of brides out there because, you know, I worked in stores and I know. And you shouldn't feel bad. I feel like sometimes brides are like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to take up all your time. But it's also like once in a lifetime day. So take your time. And but when you do find the one that you want to walk down the aisle, I do recommend to stop shopping.
1: Well, yeah. And I hear, you know, I'm all for your advice. Give me all (laughs) the advice that you have as it pertains to wedding dresses, because I am also the kind of person who has always wanted to get married, but I have never dreamed. I'm not as decisive as I need to be. And and I don't really know, I think, what I want as it predicts to design and the look and the feel and the dress. So I need all the help I can get. Yeah. No,
0: you know what? I feel like we're so similar um, because I am in the industry and I design wedding dresses. But like, and I've been around them forever. But it's funny, like I was never that little girl that played with like Barbies and was like, oh my God, I never envisioned my wedding day. I think I would, you know, romanticize about it. But like, I never had like that vision and I never really sought out the frills and the everything. So when I was doing my wedding dress, I got to design it with a company, but it was still really hard because I was like, honestly, I'm not drawn to anything. Um, and, and I didn't really know what, I wanted to wear, so I, I ended up with two dresses so that I could channel like two different, per, you know, personalities. Yes, I love but, that. But I always recommend you really need to, you're doing it. like You need to try on different silhouettes and different styles because you might be surprised with what actually speaks to you.
1: And I see it all the time on Say Yes to the Dress. Go uh, absolutely. The dress. <laughs> they absolutely. go in thinking they want this one and then they're like, wait a second, I
0: actually really hate this. oh it happens all the time yeah I I picture you in something effortless though something that just is like freeing and and free
1: yeah I like that I like that way of describing it the the one time I did try on dresses um before the pandemic I I used the words romantic
0: and whimsical yes that's good Yeah. yeah I can see that kind of just more yeah freeing like yeah. Especially with just the traveling, and you're a little more, you know, free spirited. So I think that would be good to channel. But you'll have to come to my studio someday and try on some dresses. <laughs>
1: I would love to. I know. I am. Um, I'm so mad we didn't That'd get a fun. chance to meet up in Oregon.
0: Yeah. So you were you came to Oregon right before the fire. So right Way before. Yeah. Thank God, because they got bad. The smoke and everything. You would have not been able to see any of the beautiful sights that you did because. I've the smoke was so bad.
1: I've heard even that, that small towns that we, we drove through are hardly even standing anymore, which is oh. heartbreaking. heartbreaking, but, but I really can't believe our timing. I mean, the the minute we left Oregon to drive back to California, it went into flames and
0: it just broke my heart. Yeah. That, oh, So crazy. That, it's crazy. just so crazy. Oh, I love all the road trips you get to go do.
1: I'm trying to do more domestic travel this summer because, you know, international travel isn't necessarily available, but I think it's a good, I think it's a good opportunity to see more of this country there. Yeah.
0: And you, you got to go to Colorado, which I followed because I'm from Denver. And so I knew all of the places that you were visiting and you even mentioned some of those places as a wedding venue.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I I love Colorado. I love it. And I I really I mean we met with we met with a realtor and everything. Oh we thought gosh. about we thought about really picking up and, and moving and um you know, who knows what will happen, but I think the mountain, I'm just so drawn to the mountains. Mountains, Yeah. And, and it's so interesting because my fiance grew up on the shores of Sydney. You know, yeah. So yeah way was, different. <laughs> way different. But I, but, and he, and he's never really properly explored Colorado. So I really wanted him to see it and he fell in love with it too. So, yeah. you know, I'm hopeful maybe one day we can be Coloradans. I love
0: that. I know. I never really, people always say, I say Colorado funny, but I don't really Colorado. Do I draw out the A? Do you go back often? No, because I don't have any family there anymore. So yeah. I just kind of did like middle middle school and and high school there.
1: And well, then my, my parents are
0: nomads. They kind of just go everywhere. <laughs> so now they're that. <laughs> yeah, so they're in Florida now. But yeah, I don't make it back as often as I would like. But if you are going to live there, the mountains are just just kind of. So-
1: it's so good. I mean, I would have to get used to living at a higher altitude, but I'm sure you adapt. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely adapt. Just, yeah. it might take a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going, going from sea level and Manhattan
0: beach to the mountains. Oh my gosh. That would be probably, yeah, a body jolt to you because of all the high altitude. But yeah. so, did you decide on a location for the wedding? Oh my gosh, we have gone
1: around the world and back (laughs) (laughs) as it it has been so hard from, from venues, you know, maybe in Australia to California, to Patagonia, to Mexico, we have researched it all and it's, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to have that vision when you can't even pinpoint a date right now. Yeah. It's,
0: uh, it's so So, hard. It really
1: is. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It really did kind of take the wind out of our sails. And especially, you know, now that 10, 10, 20 is upon us, it's, it's. it's Oh
0: my gosh. You would have been getting married and like, I know, I know. So soon. Um, Is that kind of weird to kind of process as well? It is. I mean, I could
1: be, you know, really two weeks away from, getting married and i uh, i don't want this pandemic to control us um i I really don't which is why we kind of took matters into our own hands and
0: we're pregnant (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much oh my gosh I, I saw the news earlier, but like, girl,
1: I'm so excited for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We're so excited.
0: Um, um, I- there's like a huge baby boom. Oh my gosh, it's
1: <laughs> huge. I mean, the baby boom that's gonna happen in February, March, April, think yeah.
0: it's huge. Oh, I love it so much. Are no. you so excited?
1: So excited. I, we were a little surprised because we, we weren't, trying, but we weren't not trying. So yes, we just totally. let, you know, whatever happened, happen.
0: Let nature take its course. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. And we both knew that we very much wanted to be parents. And, um, you know, for us, we, it's okay. We can do things out of order.
0: We can. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. And like you're committed and you know, you've got a loving relationship and going to be here before you know it. Not yeah. to say you, but
1: um uh, <laughs> it's coming. It really it's coming fast.
0: <laughs> um so uh, with that said, do you plan then to have your sweet little baby be in the wedding if you decide yes. to do it? In- we're
1: so excited about. We're oh, so goodness. excited for um the baby to be there and just to have pictures of that moment with the baby. Um Oh. Whenever, whenever the wedding does happen, you know, I'm really hopeful that, uh, the Australian borders can open.
0: So I didn't realize, I didn't realize the borders are actually closed completely.
1: Yeah. I don't, you know, I think Alex could possibly get over there if he really needed it to. Um, although, you know, they the Australian government has put caps on every, the amount of people coming in every single day and it's really low. So a lot of their citizens can't even get into their own country and people can't get out. So right now it just, it's not great. And so I'm really hoping that changes and we can have hopefully maybe a fall 2021 or
0: or 10. Yes. In October. Maybe. Yeah. I I love that so much. How have you been feeling?
1: Yeah, really good. I, I feel lucky to have had a, a
0: good first trimester. And that's the, that's, that's the worst, usually the first trimester.
1: I know that's, um, and it's all a learning curve. I really honestly feel like pregnancy is one big Google search.
0: <laughs> Every day. Wow, Every single day. You know what? You should do what I like I wanted to do, but I never did. I wanted to put together like a whole blog post of everything I Googled. And then the answers because <laughs> yes. it's like a one-stop shop for a new mom. Like just wait till you get the baby. Like things that people told me, I would still Google like, okay, so how, how long should I breastfeed on one side? How much milk should a six week old get? You know, like there's just so many things, but especially for pregnancy and like your body and yes, things that are changing and things that are going on.
1: I know. And that's the, uh, the the part I'm still processing and I think not having control over my body has been, um, a lesson in giving up control because I, I like being in control.
0: <laughs> in this I, that's funny. I would agree. Like when, when I was pregnant with Asher, it was, it was very, it was hard to, uh, like I, I'm a woman of faith. Like I give God everything. So I'm really good at not being in control. Like I'm like, you know what, God, you got it. But with pregnancy, I will say I was tested because you don't know what's going on. And you're like, okay, like, is it, you know, is the baby, you know, I don't feel anything yet. Is it, is, is that, is everything good? And yeah, you just got to keep the faith. That oh my gosh.
1: Fine. And, um, I, I, yeah, my, so many questions circling my head at every moment of every day. So yeah. I'm just yeah yeah i just have to keep the faith that everything is fine and um especially right now since i can't feel the baby yes. um, that's the hardest part i feel like but i think seeing the baby on on that 3d ultrasound made it, it feel really real for the first time since i can't feel the baby kick yet i'm not uh, my my belly isn't hasn't grown too too much yet so it was super fun to see. Oh the older yeah. That's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. Uh, yeah. It's just, um, it's, it's, it's crazy to think how it's just not going to be the two of us anymore. Like, <gasps> I, I know. know.
0: So what does that look like? Did, I mean, for traveling, that's your life, you know, but you can strap a baby on and take them everywhere. Like,
1: yes. And that's what I keep telling myself. And <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's just, it's going to be a waiting game and we're going to have to see how we feel, whether it kind of roots us down and we are, we become these homebodies that we, we love and, or it's going to be like, okay, we're going to strap the baby to our back and we're yeah. out of here. So I don't know which one, I don't know which way we're going to turn. Which is great.
0: Cause I mean, it's good to just leave those options available, you know? Because it it is also nice to enjoy those like first few months of just like snuggling and I know soaking them in. Exactly. And so I don't wanna, you know, wish that away by going
1: from point A to point B all this time. Yeah. But I'm very excited to show our children the world. That I think Um, that'll be I
0: love that list. Yeah. I wanna do that so bad. I'm like and of course, we go through 2020 and like, oh my God, am I never going to be able to go see the world again? You know, like, oh my, gosh. like that was close. oh my gosh, I wanted, I just, I've always had a dream to see the world and I just never had the resources or like, you know, finances. <laughs> um, and, well, then, was- and then I got, you know, and then I buckled down with like business and projects and I'm like, what did I do? Because the, I wanted to do that all before babies, but you know what? I can still do it once, you know, once everything opens and I'll just take exactly. It'll
1: it'll always be there. I think, um, I think kids learn more while traveling and opening their eyes to new places, almost more than, than a classroom. I mean, very different kinds of learning, right? But um, it's just a a different way of doing it. And I think it's so beautiful and I know it's not always um, available to people. I realize that and it's a privilege to do, but Um, and I'm excited to learn about and look at travel in a new perspective. Like what, what places, what hotels, what destinations are great for kids and families. Um, because you know, I've, I've always gone about it with my
0: fiance and I for the past few years. So it's a, it's, it's all a new world. It's good. Yeah. It's so different too. I mean, there's so many things that you take for granted when you don't have kids. Um, that you don't realize you took for granted, like when you're traveling and, you know, you are on different schedules, their naps, their crankiness sometimes. Um, So yes, I can't wait for you to travel everywhere to tell me where to go, where, that's like (laughs) (laughs) kid-friendly. I will,
1: I'll plan your
0: next family (laughs) vacay. Yeah, so for all of the brides that are out there though too, since you have traveled the world, what's your favorite spot or what would you recommend for like a honeymoon? I get this question a lot. I bet. Uh, I love it. I love it. And it all depends. It really all
1: depends on the couple and what kind of trip and honeymoon they're into. Because some people simply just want to lay on the beach, veg out, and do nothing, <laughs> else. and that's great. Let's do. <laughs> <you.
0: laughs> yeah, I'm like you know, just 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 park me there and send me some nighties, and I'm good. <laughs>
1: yes, and so for for those couples then you go into the next category of well how close do you want to stay to home or, or you know the US um, and so a lot of people love the Caribbean um, there's so many places that I love in the Caribbean but I think um, I love I don't know I love Puerto Rico but that's just because Puerto I Rico, it so cool. well and it's it's, um, it's pretty it's very accessible from from Miami um, and there's oh. just so much to do and um, but there's so much to to pick from within the Caribbean. Um, and then of course there's, if you want to go further from home, I love the Maldives. Super hard to get to.
0: Yeah. that's <laughs> so what
1: I, Your willingness
0: to, to travel far. and travel. Yeah. Uh, everywhere you've traveled. What, what was, what has been your favorite place for like, cause I feel like too, like where you go, it's all about the experience and the experience can be different day to day. So sometimes that can, like, change. Like, for someone, it might be completely different. But for you, it's, you know.
1: So experiential.
0: Yeah. yeah. Where has, like, I, I like talking about the people and the culture. Like, what has been your favorite place to visit? Like, for the people. And, like.
1: I think for the people. Yeah. I love, I really loved India. Um, oh. I don't know that I'd, I'd recommend India for a honeymoon because it's certainly the antithesis of relaxing (laughs) (laughs) Um, for India. I I remember it just being it taking every bit of you. Like it had, it needs your full energy every single day Um, because it's loud and you want to experience the sounds, the smells, the sights, the people, the food, everything about it. It just punches you right in the face. I like that. There's something so beautiful about that. and. but but, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's my first go-to for a honeymoon. Um, okay. but it's great to to see the people and see how they move and see how they interact and see what they eat and do for a living. like it's it's just it's great, it's beautiful, it's so different from what we're used to here in the u s. Um, same goes for Vietnam
0: i oh love- I have heard. I've had, I have heard such incredible things about Vietnam. It's amazing. It's the, the people are
1: so beautiful. They're just so lovely and friendly and kind. Um, I mean, you can't beat Vietnamese food and probably the best sunsets I've ever seen. <gasps> really? Oh, that's my
0: favorite.
1: Stunning. It's stunning. And there's so much, you know, variety there. You can go to the, the Delta, you can go to the coast, you can go inland. There's a lot of things to do in Vietnam
0: that's great. That's, that's on my, one of my places to go that I really want to check out and India. I've always wanted to check out India.
1: Well, and then my next suggestion, I always try and steer people South to South America because
0: that was um, your first, like, yeah. It's my first love. Yeah. Your first love
1: (laughs) where, you know, I lived in Argentina for two years. That's where I started my blog, the road less traveled. And so it really opened my eyes to what living abroad meant. Like you can travel your whole life and that's very different from living abroad somewhere. And, um, I learned that for a lot of my life before living in Argentina, I was a very passive traveler. Mm. I would just go to places that were recommended to me by this travel agency or, um, we'd you know we'd travel with my best friend's parents or my parents and it would be up to them to kind of set our itinerary. But when you live abroad it's it's all up to you to make every decision and learn the language and try and immerse yourself into how these people live. And so you become a very active part of that experience.
0: I love that. yeah, I love that so much. and I think too we we like no matter where you live, I feel like as Americans and where we live now, it's like, I don't think we take advantage of the beauty that's all around us. And immer- I don't think we are immersing ourselves in our own culture. <laughs> like, I,
1: I totally agree. I mean, I'm guilty of that. In this exact bubble that I live in Manhattan Beach, I just sit in this house and I'm a slave to my computer and I go, you know, kind <laughs> of to the same places. And the, the, I really think that saying is true you don't explore your own backyard enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guilty of that too.
0: Yeah, it's easy to do. It's very easy to do. Well, yeah. I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I do want to hear because you are such a positive, you know, person and everything that's going on in the world right now, you still are like a light to to brides and to people and, and to everyone. So what advice would you give to brides that are either struggling with their decisions of postponing or having to, um, adapt, you know, yeah. I feel like we're instead of, you know, we're learning to adapt to what's going on and being able to plan around it. But what's, what's some advice you would offer?
1: I think that is the word of 2020 is <laughs> adapt. <laughs> and I, I thank you. I think, um, a wedding and and marriage is something that's so personal to couples, and so it's hard for me to to tell oh postpone it or just get married. And and mm-hmm. I think everybody needs to move at their own pace. And if that if they don't want to wait a single second, get married now. I mean, really, I think for the for the couples who really want to start a family, um, I've seen so much frustration in their this waiting game. Yeah. And so I would say, don't let this pandemic, um, don't let it take control of you and your life. I think you can absolutely get married right now. And when the world opens back up and it's safe to do so, throw yourself a big, amazing party. Um, Put that dress back on because who cares? Absolutely. Or or get another one that's always been, you know, at at the top of mind. Um, And then... For those who really want the wedding of your dreams, because you can't, maybe probably can't have it right now. Um, I would say be patient and give yourself time and just know that your day will come. That's what I keep telling myself. Mm -hmm. Like the day will come. It will be here. It will be so beautiful. And Maybe have a baby first, like we are. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's I think add
0: to that little the joy.
1: (laughs) We're looking at our situation like we're we're utilizing our time very well, (laughs) and uh, we are very okay doing things out of order. I have always spent my life on the road less traveled. (laughs) No different. I'm not going in order of anything or sticking to. You know, something that society tells me I need to do. we're doing it what we how we want to do it and at our own time.
0: Yeah. And so, with your wedding in mind with your sweet little little baby with you as you walk down the aisle, oh my gosh, that's so I can't wait. I mean, I can just picture it all. but um, is there is there something that you and Alex, like there's just something that is you definitely definitely want to have incorporated in your wedding or at your wedding or you know I, I feel like
1: I definitely I know that I we both gravitate towards the outdoors so much yeah. and so we I wonder why, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why <is> that? <laughs> um, so we know we know we don't want anything in a ballroom
0: yeah we don't want
1: that aesthetic I do yeah. not picture you in a ballroom. Yeah, no, me either. So when we were looking at venues, we were like, okay, that one's scratched off. That one's not possible because we just want something outside, something surrounded by nature. So we know, we know that much. And that's as, about as far as it comes.
0: <laughs> that's great. I mean, yeah. that's a great, that's like the main point. Like Like, do you want it indoors or do you want it outdoors? (laughs)
1: It's helpful. It's helpful for for eliminating a lot of
0: things. Yes, absolutely. Well, Leslie, I'm so excited that you were able to join me um, and chat about all things and share like about your pregnancy and you're going to be the best mama and I can't wait to follow along. Um, How can people follow follow your journey, follow everything that you're doing? Yeah, I
1: am. I post... So much of my story and my everyday on my Instagram at Leslie and Murphy. That's L-E-S-L-E-Y because everybody is, <laughs> thank you mom and dad because everybody spells it L-E-S-L-I-E. Um, oh, but they also, do? hmm Yeah. That's oh. so a different, it's kind of a different spelling, not yeah. as popular anyway. And then um, theroadlesstravel.com is my website where I have done a lot of adapting, there's that word again, and there pivoting. From travel content to really anything else, and it's been a challenge, but it's been really fun to kind of dive into things that I never thought I'd do because they just don't really go well with travel, like gardening and cooking, yeah, but I
0: love that. I like, think it's such a great like I don't know. like I think it's so great because it also is sharing just your life and sharing yes, yes. and it's been, yeah, next yeah. will be motherhood and then you know, and then a wedding and
1: And I've just taken everybody along with me because I I'm no expert. I feel like my expertise lies with travel. And so everywhere else I'm a little intimidated, but I think leaning into that can only allow for growth
0: and absolutely. And I think it's important too because you don't have to be an expert to start sharing what you're going through. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck or they don't want to share their voice because they feel like, well, I'm not an expert. But it's like, you know. You, it's you, have a, you have a story. You've got something you're going through, and so it, everyone should be able to share their voice.
1: Yes, I totally agree. It's so relatable at that point, and I feel like sharing. You're never alone in something. Sharing always helps. Always, always. So I always encourage that.
0: Yeah, and I encourage everyone to go follow her <laughs> and to and um, to learn more about your story, because you have so much other stuff too that you know you've gone through and have been an encouragement for other women. So.
1: I know we could talk for hours. We never never even touched on The Bachelor, but. I know, you
0: know what? That's such a pivotal moment in both of our lives and how we both met, but it's also like, it's so beautiful to see how we've, I don't know how much we've grown from it and where we've taken that platform and being able to really share our lives with everyone else.
1: I agree. I was flipping through Amazon Prime last night. Our season's, Up on Amazon Prime just as a oh I quickly quickly surpassed passed over it, but um, it's it's there if anybody wants to see it.
0: (laughs) Is it wild? Like so wild? Um, eight years ago. Eight years ago. Eight. It seems like another lifetime. Another lifetime. Yeah, it's so weird. It was even just weird watching the goat season. I'm like, oh okay. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wild, wild, good times.
0: Yes. Good times. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we could connect and kind of stay in touch and I can't wait to follow along your journey. Oh, and I'm here if you ever have any questions about motherhood because it can be crazy. Uh, I have heard, I have seen, I mean,
1: <laughs> and I, I'm
0: super honest about, I am so honest about pregnancy, postpartum, all of it.
1: Yeah. I um, Yeah. We should talk again in 2021. When after. <laughs> yeah. After I am actually a mother and yeah. can expand upon probably how hard all these things are, um, but how beautiful they are. The how time. beautiful, yeah.
0: There's exactly. always beauty. So in I
1: it. will um, be hitting you up for all things
0: bridal wedding. Yes, we have to design your wedding. So I'm here whenever you want to just create the most perfect dress ever that that like embodies nature <laughs> and that <love> place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very whimsical and free.
0: Yes, yeah. I love it. That's all. That's my jam. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't keep you much longer. Thanks so much, Leslie, for joining me, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much. Yeah.